Hello and welcome to another episode of Real Men Feel. I'm your host, Andy Grant. With me as always, direct from Utah, is my co-host, Apio Hunter. Hey there. How are you doing this week? Fantastic. Awesome, awesome. And this week, uh, April has turned into guest week month. We have another, no, guest week month, guest month. I need a calendar. Or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> we like have a guest. guest week month. That, I like that. Yeah. That's that busy. Because wasn't, wasn't yeah, right? on the old Mickey Mouse Club was Tuesday guest star day part of their Something song? Something like that, yeah. I uh-huh. don't know. Am I Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> now, now, now we need our own theme song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's next. <laughs> so joining us this week is is Holistic Services caster, <laughs> uh, coach, tuning fork master, Cheryl Como. Cheryl Como. Yeah. And you're in Maine, right, Cheryl? Actually, I have three offices that I work out of. I work with a uh, medical intuitive. So he has an office in Exeter, New Hampshire, Plasto, New Hampshire, and Kittery, Maine is his main office. Cool. So so as I said, you, you provide a lot of holistic services. You want to uh, fill us in more on that, what that means for you? No, I'll just leave you hanging. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel intuitive, I guess. I'm a biofield, what they call the 24th is a biofield tuning are balancing. Your biofield is what surrounds you. It's five feet wide on either side of your body, left and right. And there's, believe it or not, 70 different names for the aura. People in the United States love titles. We are just addicted to ego and titles. Oh, I can do this, or I can do that, or I'm a master of this, or, you know, I, 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 me, me, me. Okay, great. I'm working with the aura. I keep it simple. (laughs) I like that. Forks actually work on the chi inside the body as well as outside. So I'm going to just show you one. Can you see this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a tuning fork with the weighted end. If I tap it, you can't really hear it. But this is one that we use to actually touch the physical body, touch the physical body. And what we're doing is you're literally moving the chi or the energy field through your body up meridian lines it could be blocked and we're opening it bringing it up through all of the chakra centers you know what those are and it it just helps to release tension muscle knots in any muscles you have tensions um it's very helpful believe it or not for sciatic nerve discomfort wonderfully helpful and then you have the straight edge that i actually use a hockey puck because you need something that's going to be able to handle the impact so you have to have something sturdy that's rubber yeah. Right. So you, can, you can clearly hear that tone. Yeah. Right, yeah. So that's a 174 that I use. Mm. And that's a 528. The 528 is higher pitch and it's right. very strong. These are very powerful. And so I use the tuning forks around the body with the straight edge. So it's five feet out, like I explained, on either side of your body, two feet up, two feet down beneath your feet. And in it, we create enormous amounts of static. And now when I do a lecture, I have a lecture once a month in my in the Kittery office. It's from four to six. And I actually show a demonstration of different charts and graphs of what the aura looks like when it's full, when it's empty. And I actually brought in a couple of celebrities and you're going to probably remember these two, Barbie and Ken. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So what I have done is I've taken, believe it or not, steel wool. And around the doll, it was about like that. And I loaded up with a lot of the steel wool around the edges of it because people are visual. And it's you know, it's really much easier to grasp what somebody's saying if we're visual. Mm-hmm. And it makes a big difference. And in this field, it's an encoding 
of a lot of information in layers. So I have actually worked on people. The free edge is five feet out away from you. That's when you're birth. That, that's your birth line. And then the journey of this lifetime comes towards the body. And then present day is like right here. Okay. Right up along the side of your body, all the way from the feet to the crown. I've actually been able to get information starting recently, the last maybe couple, three, four months, in utero. What happened to the child while it was in utero to, to bring it to where it is when it's a child and what's going on with it and what's wrong, what's up with it. Hugely helpful, unbelievable information that comes through. So it's in, there is lots of encoded information in layers in our field, in every single person's field. And they're not teaching this stuff in medical communities yet, and they will in time, but mm -hmm. they're not quite ready for this stuff yet. But oh, yeah. Edgar Casey, I'm sure you've heard this name, Edgar Casey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the late 1940s, shortly before he passed, he said, he, he, he made this as a prediction uh, during one of his trances that uh, sound would be the new medicine in the 21st century. Hmm. And here we are. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't walk anywhere nowadays without having didgeridoos, gongs, toning forks, crystal bowls, Tibetan bowls, you name it. Right. I mean, yeah, sound is vibration. It's a vibrational universe. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, and people sense. are gravitating to it now. It's nice. Mm -hmm. Sound is even being used and explored in order to help lift heavy objects even. So, yeah. so even yeah. that, and there's, there's a lot of theory that's out there right now, in, in particularly in the scientific community, realizing and understanding that sound is far more powerful than we give credit we for. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Given no credit for it it's amazing the woman that actually taught me this i've been working with her since 2008 she's amazing she's, she's lecturing now all over the country she's got books out on it she's amazing her name is eileen McCusick. she's unbelievable she's mm. she's a fascinating woman and the reason i bring her name up is because she's working a lot with scientists in california nice. bring this around even more and that is what we've needed the scientific mm. community to come in on this stuff absolutely and, to, to back it up a little bit, the other healing modality that I work with, along with Reiki, but I don't do as much Reiki anymore. I've really stepped it up with tuning forks and the Melchizedek Metatronic Energy Work. Yes, that's and what I didn't want to attempt to say. So, yeah. What is that? And you know what? It looks more complicated than it is, and this is how I get people to, to be able to pronounce it like nothing. Melchizedek. So it's Mel, like Mel Gibson. Okay. Keys, like a, like a set of keys. So it's Mel Keys. A deck, like a deck of cards. Melchizedek. Mel a deck of cards. I have to jump okay. in here really quick. You know, I'm very familiar with the word Melchizedek. I always pronounce it Melchizedek because, okay. you know, because um, in, I was raised Mormon. And as, you know, in the, the two levels of the priesthood within the Mormon church are the Aaronic and the Melchizedek priesthood. Or the Melchizedek. Oh, nice. priesthood. Exactly. So, so I was already <laughs> familiar with that term. Being the, the ancient patriarch of... of ancient Israel, and Metatronic, I'm assuming that you were referring specifically to Metatron, Archangel Metatron? Yeah, Archangel Metatron. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He, he is here to help open the higher heart. Yes. To, for us. And then Melchizedek was a prophet, a teacher. He actually was on, on the earth plane and taught Jesus many teachings of healing mm -hmm. yeah. at one time. Cool. Did you know, I don't know if you know this, Metatron was only one of two that were actually human beings that were chosen and, and, and to become an archangel and not have to go through the death 
Now, I was not familiar with that particular aspect of Metatron's. Metatron uh, was Enoch. I don't know if you know the Bible. I don't oh, follow. Him. Yes, 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 yes. Fascinating. Yes, and then his brother was Elijah, mm-hmm. and who is now named on the other side, uh, Sandalphon. Okay, yeah, I'm familiar with Sandalphon. Also, those were the only two human beings that we have records of that were allowed to come into the heavens without going through the death of a human being. That is fascinating. Amazing. Very fascinating. Those are the two guys I'm working with, anyway. (laughs) It was a little bit amazing when I first started doing this because I was doing a crystal bowl event one night. It was a crystal bowl gathering because I use crystal bowls as well. I love sound. It's just my thing. Mm -hmm. And this is several years ago. I was at an event, and I was doing the crystal bowls, and I had not gotten into the Melchizedek or electronic or any of that stuff. I didn't even know who those people were at the time. So I'm playing the bowls and I'm going through the evening, playing the bowls, having a good time and everybody's relaxed. And all of a sudden, because I've been able to hear I'm audio, Mm -hmm. Uh, that's my gift is clear audience. And I've been able to hear them for many, many years. So all of a sudden I'm playing the bowls and I hear somebody come through that says, my name is Metatron. I want to work with you. And I'm like, oh. I couldn't believe. Oh my God! There's an alien coming through. Oh my God! So now everybody's really quiet. I'm playing the balls. So I'm like, now I'm gonna act like a stupid little kid, right? And I'm gonna say, I'm just gonna ignore him. I don't know what this is. I'm gonna ignore him. It'll go away. It's not gonna go away. He mm. kept coming. So finally, Melchizedek came in and did the same thing. My name is Melchizedek. I would like to work with you. Finally, to calm me down, because I wasn't answering, I was just getting freaked out. I'm like, who the heck is, I'm thinking I conjured up this galactic something or other UFO or something, I don't know, you know? (laughs) So, Jesus Christ, I'm very familiar with, and I've always had a good connection with him. And when he comes through, he always says, I am that I am, and I'm here with you. I immediately went from frantic. All the way back down. All the way down, and I relaxed, and he said, they're here to work with you. So at the end of the session, the gathering, there was a colleague of mine who was in the in the room and she was a psychic. And I said, come over here. So I asked her, who are these people? So she said, I gave her the names and her eyes lit right up. And I, she said, why are you asking me? And I said, don't look at me like that. Who are they? And she, I said, are they aliens? And she said, they're not aliens. She said, oh my God. They're ascending masters and archangels. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. She goes, why are you asking me? I said, because they keep coming through. I want to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, this has been my journey. Yeah. Cool. Working with a lot of high vibration energy. And they're also directing me while I'm doing the tuning forks and many others. Have you ever heard of, I'm trying to think what his name is now off the top of my head, William E. Gray? I've heard the name. I, okay. I have heard that name. Okay, he was, he was a brilliant, brilliant man. He was back in the 40s as well, 40s and 50s. He became um, very, very good friends with um, Ruth Montgomery. She was a journalist. Okay. She was a writer. She wrote lots of things. But before she got into being very famous with her spiritual writing, she was like a journalist for the Washington Post. So when they sent her out to do an interview on this guy, William Gray, she was like, ugh. Oh. You want me to do what? She said it was like babysitting. I don't want to go do a you a, a um, seance or something. This guy's a psychic. This is not my thing. What are you doing? She went. She was so floored by what this man could do with his healing abilities. 
This was back in the 40s now, earlier than that even, because he was he was doing this before World War II. Okay. And it was much easier for him, he said, because I read his book, to get um, organic food. And he was bringing his own pans wherever he went around the country and make his own food. And then after the war, it was a little more difficult to get organic food, but he continued. But she was like his best friend after that. And she did lots of writing about him and really helped bring that work he was doing back in the day after Ford, all of these people were like the beginners that brought a lot of information through channelers and psychics and so on and so forth. Amazing. This man was an incredible healer. He could put his hands on a person's heart and in different places on their bodies. And all he had to do was listen just with his fingers and listen to the frequency and the vibration. He knew what was wrong with them and he could literally cure them with the frequencies mm. he was like a walking talking tuning fork is what he was wow literally. Cool. i just was so in love reading with this guy's book i wrote an article about him on linkedin if you guys want to read it sometime know your magnetic energy field that's his cool. i took excerpts out of his book it was marvelous read and that's a he only wrote one book that's a great segue i was thinking about right now when you're talking about the history of of this work and the history of of the different holistic practices and so forth, and particularly yeah. how you know the how they impact you know what what you wanted to talk about today was you know about how the men and the history of the emotional baggage that men yeah. seem to carry, the intergenerational um, yeah. crap that we pass on to to our sons yeah. and, and everything else. I, I love yeah. how you, you were able to bring that up. And I, I have to tell you, so many of the men that I work on, I've told them all that, even the women or the wives. It's cyclical. Men were put in a box. Men were never allowed to feel, to show emotion, to have emotion. It's men, 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 men. That's it. Yeah. Go to work and work 60, 80, 90, 100 hours a week. Bring home the bacon and you don't talk about anything. You don't feel anything. And then the women over here were put in boxes also. You take care of the kids, raise the kids, and that's it. And then you never meet in between. Nobody has a whole lot of conversation. So, we were actually turned into robots and that's why there's so much dysfunction now all these segues into all these different generations up till present day i there's say that so all the time yeah. mess yeah men and women they what's happening is it's good and bad at the same time if you can stand that uh -huh. it's good and bad at the same time what's happening is good because it's opening a lot of things up but it's scary at the same time. So men don't know their role anymore because they've been put in a box for so many years. But women don't know their role anymore either because they were put in a box. Now we can go to work. We can we can do anything. Men can do whatever they want. They can stay home and be um, dad mommies. Yeah. They can be seamstresses. They can be cooks, chefs, whatever they want. Yeah, and they're not, and, and you know, they're, and they're not gay because they do that. They do no, that because no, that's no, what they no. want yeah. to do. Even, even a little puppy, I mean, a little animal. You yes. get, they suck it out of the box. It's a little scary. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So that's I, exactly what it's like. You know, I love how we're making that's that transition as a society. Yeah, it's a society, and right now the whole world is going through a huge shift. <laughs> we have a lot of high vibration energy coming through, and that's why there's so many men and women going through all of this fifth dimension vibration is what's coming through and actually bombarding this planet we're literally leaving the three-dimensional frequency uh -huh. of ego of of lust of control manipulation all of that stuff uh -huh. we're leaving that the, the 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 higher frequency of the fifth dimension is literally love and compassion only and that's it yep 
That's all it is. I mean, how many people do you see nowadays? They're, they're willing to do barter with each other rather than have money. That's what the fifth dimension is all about. Mm -hmm. Not money. So earlier you mentioned no that money. you mentioned everything was cyclical. So we yeah. had generations of these strict boxes. Yes. Does that mean before that everything was wide open, like really going back or? We've gone through, believe it or not, two other shifts on this planet, an actual shift of the axis in the earth where the energies were like this. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'll show you my hands. The male energy and the female energy was below it. It shifted and it went like that. Mm -hmm. It stayed for a little while and then it went to the, the female was stronger and then we couldn't hold it. Neither one of us could hold it, so it fell back again to this. Mm -hmm. we, that's happened twice. We're going through it right now. We're coming to the point where we're doing this. Right. But they think that we're going to be able to hold it this time. But that's where we're going. Mm -hmm. so, so nature, the universe, the earth, the, the goal is, is really a balance of masculine and feminine, not one or the other taking the lead kind of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Of balance. Because we were never supposed to have one have a lead. It was never supposed to go that way. We got so comfortable on the three-dimensional plane and so seduced by the ego that's here. Oh, let's go buy a new car. Let's go buy another new house. Let's go have 40 houses. Let's let's go buy a hotel. Let's just get bigger and have more stuff. Who was it that did that? Um, George Collin. Right. I loved him. Yeah, let's right. just collect stuff. That's what we had been doing for thousands of years is collecting stuff. Yeah. It's not supposed to be like that. So we got so seduced and so comfortable with just having stuff, it didn't help us. I mean, ask anybody. We have all these cell phones. We have a microwave. We have all these things to make life faster. Has life gotten any easier? Mm -mm. No. It's gotten more complicated. It has. More distraction. I my microwave. Yeah. I threw my microwave away five years ago. I have a cell phone and a computer of necessity because we are in the electronic age, so we do have to have these things. But I don't live on it. Right. It's to help promote what I'm doing to help people find an avenue outside of going to the doctor or going to the shrink. It's not about taking pills. Look at the Eastern civilization. They're so far ahead of us. I mean, they grow up as children with meditation, eating the right proper foods and not taking meds. It's only the Westerners that have control that we are we're control freaks we want things fast it's a very cold it's a cultural thing and you know yeah, that, that, thing. Part of that control part of the control is ourselves not right not wanting to yep. feel everything yeah. not wanting to look at yeah right and right. that's what screwed us up as men is that need to control that need to compartmentalize need to the, exactly. and yeah. the, you know, the vibration of the male and female energies was so diverse it was so off mm. females Really, it, w it was easy for them to be controlled and manipulated because we would just say, okay, yeah, okay, that sounds right. Yep, okay, yep, yep, yeah, okay. Right. You know, I mean, how long it took us to even get a vote? It's just, that's just how we work. You know, it's interesting because, you no, know, historically also, women, I mean, before, before, I, I would call it the common era, which people oftentimes call the Christian era as well. Yeah. Before the common era, most societies actually revered women. Women were in, in, in places in really truly revered and in positions of authority over the society in general because they were seen as the creators. They were seen as the nurturers. They were seen as the ones who held everything together. 
you know, yeah. yeah, men, men still beat each other up and so forth, but there wasn't this imbalance. There wasn't not that, like no, not like it is now. Now, I mean, we, we shifted so far. I love how you, so you talk that, about that, you know, those, those, that right there, you know, the, if the I can get my hands. Yeah, the differences. Yes, I can see that, yeah. Yeah, we went so like far from the patriarchal side that it's, yeah. yeah. That was like Lemurian and um, what was the other one? Um, Atlantis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The downfalls. They just got too swayed to one side, one vibration, one way, mm -hmm. and it just threw everybody off. Right. So, you know, hopefully, and, and I say that strongly, I think this time around we're going to be able to make it, but it's taking a lot of energy because, because there's actual galactic beings divine beings among us literally hmm? bombarding this planet with enormous high vibration energy oh, yeah. to help us we, we, come we up called it in we have we have a collectively as humanity called that in i mean i myself channel you know a, a spirit collective um, known samuel and that is part of that's part of that support that they've been offering that is you know stepping thing. yes absolutely and, and yeah. andy i mean you yourself have, have accepted that calling you know to embrace that balanced energy if you will and, you know, I mean, you do a lot of that energy work as well, particularly with Akashic Records and so forth, which, right. which oh, is wow, part of that awesome. support. Yeah. So when, when you're really talking about the higher vibrations and fifth dimensions, is, is there even a masculine and feminine difference at that point? At that point, or, it's or is all it just one. a lower energy that kind of defines just, itself? At that point, it's all one. Yeah, okay. Male and female are just one. Yeah. Right. Remember the movie Cocoon? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. An awesome movie. I love that movie. That was a fantastic movie. You get a chance to go see that again because when she unzipped herself mm -hmm. and revealed herself to the human guy that was kind of liking her a little bit, right? She was just this white being. Yeah, this big luminous. She was male and female. Both. Yeah, she was male and female in one. So when she would have, remember when she was in the uh, restaurant with him and she had a couple of glasses of wine, right? And he realized she was getting really tipsy and loop, loop real loopy. Almost like she was becoming intoxicated, but she she got really turned on because of being an alien and drinking alcohol. Right, yeah. It threw all the balance of her off. She started having sex with him, but the way she did it was to throw energy at him. Yeah. Back and forth this way. Uh -huh. Now, that's what I teach mm -hmm. when I'm doing my lectures. I actually have had colored posters made up when we're when we're children and we're with our parents in the nest. I have a poster that shows it's like it's a, a, a diagram and I can show you what it looks like. The diagram is like this. It's like an upside down pyramid. Can you see this? I don't know if you can see it. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Partially. Yeah. <laughs> upside down pyramid. Yeah. And the two parents are at the corners and the child is at the center from their heart. A continuous flow of energy is flowing from the parent to us mm -hmm. when we're children. The mother's energy is fueling the left side of us. The father's energy is fueling our right side. So when we have depletions on either side, that's going to show up. Like the liver is the right side. So that's the father's energy. Uh -huh. And that brings on addictions, addictive behavior. Could be sugar, 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 sugar cravings. Could be alcoholic beverage. Could be um, drugs. And if you grow up in a family of people that say, you know, I have a headache. Oh, my God. Go take a pill. Go take a, uh -huh. a, a Tylenol or a bare aspirin or something. If you grow up in that environment later in life, if you 
become strung out and you have a hard time with something and you get depressed, the first thing they're going to say is go to a shrink or go to a psychologist. You know, they may give you something to help calm your nerves, give you a pill. Then when it's time to get off, now you're addicted to it. Right. There's an addiction. The reason we go through those things is because the liver is out of sync vibrationally with the body that it's within. You know, it's interesting that you should bring that up about, you know, particularly with regard to the pills and the addictions and everything else, particularly coming from the father's side, because there have yeah. been several studies that have been conducted that show that men and in men def- deal with emotional stress and emotional distress in they different ways. They do so, they suppress it. And when they suppress it, oftentimes the way that they end up handling that is through addiction. Exactly. Whether yeah. it's alcoholism or turning to drugs or whatever it is, that's how yeah. men tend to deal with it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. How many men have you heard of? And I've heard of women too. I have a girlfriend that had this done. Gallbladders removed. That's Mm -hmm. on the right side. That's dad. Mm -hmm. Having the gallbladder removed. I just met a young man and a a mother. He was 20. She's in her 40s. Both of them have had him removed. So that tells you the father wasn't there. So if I did a little history on him and Mm -hmm. I did. So so it's it's a lack of masculine energy on the right side of the bleeding problems or too much? No, no. It's a lack of. Mm -hmm. Okay. A lack of yeah. because you can always disperse what you don't need but if it's a lack every organ in your body your heart your brain your liver your lungs your spleen all of these things and more all vibrate at a specific frequency in your body along with the vibration of the, the whole body right. so even though you have a liver I have a liver Andy has a liver your frequencies are different than mine you know what I'm saying all three yes. of us all four of us three of us are human beings but we each have our own unique vibration and each organ in our body same thing so if my mother couldn't be there for any reason couldn't fuel my field enough because her mother wasn't there let's say so she's only going to get what she could get from her mom if her mother was um bipolar let's say or a druggie or an alcoholic those are all signs that we can look at and say you know what her mother's father wasn't there if, especially if it's she was a drinker or a drugger, or if she's bipolar, it could have been both parents. Something could have happened in utero. It gives you kind of a little bit of a picture. So now when my parents are, are fueling my body or your parents are fueling yours, the left side of the body is the mother, the yin. Uh-huh. That's the spleen, the stomach, the pancreas, the intestines, large and small. If it's the dad's energy, that's the yang. Uh-huh. That would be the gallbladder, the liver, the colon. So, so generations of men living in their box, living the emotionless life, not feeling that it's right or proper or good to give that masculine love to their children. Right. Pass on these energy weakened bodies, yes. growing yes. up having problems. So yep. that, that's this is the generational view of how how the crap gets passed on and on. Yeah, for, because of lack of knowledge. And what I tell my clients, male and female, this is what I tell them all. This is not a blame game. Right. This is how society was in those days. And they didn't have holistic help at all. Right. So sadly, your grandparents, their parents were carrying around all this stuff like an anchor. Uh. They didn't know where to go to release the tensions that they were feeling. They didn't know where to put this stuff. So they would either be angry frustrated some of some of them would kill themselves and you know in suicides and the list goes on oh yeah this is the generation that's changing tons of stuff i'm loving it look look at the people coming through now i mean you have some people that coloring their hair purple yellow pink green good for them i mean it isn't not it's not what i want 
but it's not about judging anymore. It's just allowing people to be. That's what it's supposed to be. Yes. Allowing. Yes. Who cares? Yes, yes. Is it killing you that that person's hair is green? No. Is it somehow making so you, you know. It's all about not judging <laughs> and allowing yeah. people to be. Unless you want green hair. Absolutely. Yeah. My wife's you know. got purple, green, and yellow hair, yeah. Or no hair, yeah. right? <laughs> that's a small example of how things are shifting. I mean, right. back so the time of free expression, the, the more anyone, men, exactly. women, child, can express how they're feeling, uh -huh. via, via hair color, via clothing, via whatever, whatever. their interests are, yeah, yeah. Yes. The, the more energy flows, so the, the healthier exactly. you really are, too. Yes. The more open we get. Look at all the people with all these piercings everywhere. I mean, you name it, there's a piercing. Right. Or there's a, a, a tattoo everywhere. Mm -hmm. People are just expressing things that are coming out. Yes. And, and this is the best way they know how, so that's what they're doing. Yes. Good for them. Yes. It's just yes. their way of expressing things. Not everybody wants to do that. But who cares if they do want to is the point. We don't need to be judging anymore and putting people in boxes. Yeah. You know, back in the 40s and 50s, if anybody did that, they'd lock us up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my God, there's something wrong with that person. She wants green hair. Holy crap. You know, it's interesting. What I mean, what is your take on how the current generation has been able to break that cycle? I mean, what is, what is it that you see as having caused that shift? I mean, I know, I know my take on it, but I'd love to hear what your idea is about how, what, what has brought about that shift, particularly in the male, in that balancing of the male, the releasing of all of that pent up, you know, yep. holding back the emotions and so forth. Indigos and rainbow children, mm. autistic children, mm -hmm. Ashburgers. Yeah. They are coming through with hugely high vibrations. Mm. Do, you, do you remember? And, 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 and the reason I bring up gay men, I think that's a really good point that you brought that up. And I'll mm -hmm. get back to the subject in a minute. The movie I want to talk to you about is Touched. Mm -hmm. Keeper Sutherland. But males are coming through now. They're volunteering. This, this, the whole pattern of what we come through to do, we see the contract before we come through. Right. Oh, yeah, we see do. We do. All the people we're going to be working with, all the crap that we're going to deal with, and then all the wonderful, beautiful stuff. Mm -hmm. And these are things that you're going to go through. And they say, this is what you need to learn. This is what you need to learn here. And see how you do. See if you can handle it. And we're going to be with you the whole step of the way. Yeah. Okay. So once we come through the birth channel and we're here, all of that is wiped out in rebirth. Yep. Except for the fact that the, the, the soft spot in your head, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that is where we are connected to the divine, right. the silver cord. We are still connected and it comes through us through all of the um, energy centers. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the male species has volunteered to come through now, many of them, mm -hmm. as gay men mm -hmm. to show the world. You don't have to be a female <laughs> to love. Love is love. Yep. Love is love. Forget it. it. So look at how many. I mean, in the early stages, I mean, they gay men have been around since the 1500s. This isn't new. Oh, yeah. But they're coming through now in droves mm -hmm. to really make a point. To help Knock balance that energy out. To balance it. Knock it off, you guys. What are you doing? <laughs> Cut it out. It's not funny. No, You've been there What's really funny is that, you know, I definitely fall into that particular category. My husband still remains very much centered in that masculine energy, trying to, you know, because he grew up, he, he grew up in Latin America. So he, he's from South America. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, he's not ready to let it go yet. He will. No, he in will. Time. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I know. He's not that. ready yet. Yeah. But yeah. But that's so. okay. Good for him. Mm -hmm. Good for him. Yeah. He's, 
trying. He's on his road. He is. He is. And he's been very, very supportive of it as well. And, you know, I, I love the fact that Andy and I have been able to pair off to be able to do this blab because it is, for me, it is so, so well balanced. So yeah. well balanced between Andy's yeah. energy and my energy and the fact that we're able to create something absolutely incredible and most especially talk about it's what, just talk about it. Exactly. Period. The importance, especially with regards to men being able to feel, to release all of those fears and blockages and everything yeah. else that have been there and say, hey, yeah, you know what? You as a man get to forge your path. You get to come out. Exactly. I mean, so years ago, and I feel so bad for more so for the male species because there's such a fear line within men. I mean, look at the men that are like big, big, big men. They do all the muscles, and they, 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 you know what I'm saying. Those are the ones that are the most afraid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why they do all that. Oh yeah, they are very afraid inside, and they don't want anybody to know that. So they come out and they look like that. Yeah, the bigger the fear, the bigger the act. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and lots of little oh, marshmallows yeah. inside and they're just so fearful. They're so afraid to come out and I feel so bad for them. Yeah. It's it's really ironic. But you know what? Uh, Elton John and Ellen, I love these two people. Mm. They have really helped male and female energies come through and do this. Say, hey, you know what? It's okay. These are great people. Years ago, I had a day spa for seven, for 12 years, and I had a gay friend. He was just the funniest guy. I loved him. I loved him. I loved him. He was so much fun. He was like my best friend working with him. We, we were laughing and giggling all day, and I never had to worry about getting hit on. It was a blast being around him. He was so much fun. He was like my best friend. I, I'm, so, I'm so glad you mentioned that because just real quick, last night we were having a discussion. Uh, you know, I was having a discussion with a very close friend of mine. It's like sometimes we have to get a good chuckle seeing how straight men work so hard just to get a piece of ass you know when you know at, at a restaurant when all i have to do is just hang out with us we'll get them we'll, we'll totally get them you know yeah. late no yeah. problem because you're freer you're out there you're free you're not afraid see that's what i was talking about earlier men I, it's a sad thing they are very scared yeah. because they've never been allowed to show anything or to come out so they don't know how yeah exactly honestly they don't know how so the pattern has changed yeah. what's the new pattern they don't know what it is they're scared yeah. to death the movie um, touched with Kiefer Sutherland. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh my God, do you remember that? I actually, I, I have never seen it. I know of the movie, but I have never seen it. Okay, I hope you guys are taking notes because I'm going to have a test. Yeah, we're recording, after. so I'll <laughs> yeah, jump on Netflix later. Right? Exactly. Okay, good. Absolutely. Well, in that movie, it was only on one season, and isn't that a sad thing? Because mm. he was an autistic child. He was the parent of this autistic child. And I don't know what happened. I can't remember exactly because I, I, I didn't get the very first two or three episodes. But either the wife died or she just left him because she couldn't take the kid. I don't know. But here he is raising the child by himself. This child is now eight or ten years old. He has not ever spoken a word. All he does is plays with his phone. Phone, 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 numbers, numbers, numbers. Mm -hmm. He figures out by accident one night because the, the person who was, I'm trying to think, the woman guardian that was kind of working with him and the son was kind of swaying him to give the child up and have it brought to a home somewhere because he was having a hard time with it. Sure, right. And one night he came upon his child and he was just putting in coordinates. It was longitude and latitude coordinates. Hmm. And he figured out what he was doing and he said, 
I know where that is. That what are you doing? And so the child never answered him. He said, "Come with me." So they got in the car and they drove to this place. The kid saved someone's life. Wow! So in that episode, that's how it began. He started to understand his child. His child was autistic, but he was hugely intelligent. It was yes. all about numbers. Right. And numbers is the universal language. Mm -hmm. All yeah. about numbers. So yeah. the, the the many you know. Um, um sex segments that were on again after that mm -hmm. were all about how he would save different people from all kinds of different calamities it was a wonderful oh, wonderful oh, show oh. it's too bad i have to it's go insane. i have to watch it you'll have to see it it was just yeah. fantastic so he was autistic we've we've been going for uh, over 30 minutes already this is yeah. a, a wide-ranging wild conversation but oh, wow. share where can people learn more about you what's your website my website is energy work studio.com good. 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 there's only one app all right i just entered that in the stu in the chat okay be fine. cool and um thanks for joining us this has been uh wild so and fun. And, uh, i have movies i have to go check out and series right. to catch up on <laughs> yeah. all right and, and thank you Apio. thanks again cheryl yes. and uh you can join us on facebook in the real men feel group um it's oh, facebook.com slash group slash real men feel Okay. And uh, share anything that comes up, uh, ask questions about the show, suggest people for future shows, and we'll see you again live next Tuesday. Um, All right. Talking more about the baggage of being a dude. Right. Oh, that's going to be a good one. <laughs> you guys have an awesome evening. Hey. Check me out on Facebook and on LinkedIn if you want. I did write that article on LinkedIn if you want to read it. Cool. Sweet. Awesome. Yes. All right. All right. Hey, Bye, everyone. Thanks so much. See you guys. Yes. Bye, everyone.